0: Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. It's getting into the middle of the holiday season and this is a time of year where you're going to hear a lot about the Santa Claus rally. And you're also going to hear a lot about things like, oh, and of your tax selling and the January effect. So in this video, we're going to break down some of these concepts and sort of just ask a basic question. Is the Santa Claus rally real? Well, the short answer is yes, it is. And the original study behind the Santa Claus rally just looked at the last week of December and into the first two trading days of the next year in January. And they found that there was about an average gain in the market of about 1.4% on average. And then, of course, these studies sort of expanded a little bit. And they started to include uh, all of January, which became what was called the January effect, and then sort of the period in December, which we sort of just call the Santa Claus rally. Now, a lot of folks have a lot of different reasons for why there's the Santa Claus rally. And it's um, a few different things. You know, one is just the fact that there's a lot of optimism going into the holiday season. People aren't necessarily going to be, you know, paying as much attention or panicking over their investments, uh, so they're less likely to sell. Now, some people say, oh, there's a reason for the markets to sell off in December because people are doing their tax loss selling into the end of the year to take advantage of that. Um, But the fact of the matter is, I mean, I talk with broker friends who are telling their clients to take some losing positions off the table as early as September or October to get rid of it before the holiday season. So a lot of those fears about, you know, why the market should be declining in December, they've tended to gone by the wayside over the past few years. So historically, December and January are actually two of the best months just to be in the stock market in general. And that comes after the average uh, in September, which is historically the worst performing month for stocks. October is about a flat to slightly up month for stocks on average, but October has also contained a lot of those big crash days like in 1987 and 2008 in our lifetimes and, of course, the big crash of 1929. Uh, and there have been a number of other big crashes that happened in October along the way. November tends to be an okay month, usually a little more flat, usually not too much to talk home about, but then you get into this December-January season and suddenly people just get pretty optimistic. So obviously when we're talking about you know, these types of rallies and we're talking about averages and historical trends, it's important to remember that every year is going to be a little bit different. And you know, some years the trend is not going to play out the way you expect. In 2018, for instance, we had the stock market kind of going up through the year, uh, had a couple little pullbacks. And then around September of 2018 was really where we had the peak for that year. And then we had a pretty steep decline that actually ended on December 24th. Markets had a short trading day, but the stocks were just dumping off right before Christmas. They were closed early. They were closed all day Christmas. And a lot of people were a little worried going into Boxing Day that you know, the market was going to just continue this sell-off that it had. But then it actually had a pretty powerful rebound. And you know, part of the reason why the stock market performance in 2019 has been so well is because we reached this low point and we had a big peak to trough sell-off, a little over 10%, just kind of going into the closing end of that year. Obviously, we didn't really get a Santa Claus rally that year because we didn't start getting that big market performance until December 26. If anything, we had sort of a Boxing Day rally, but you know, for people looking to uh, you know, keep an eye on their investments ahead of the holidays, yeah, 2018 proved to be a pretty stressful year. Now, looking at 2019, because of the strong performance we've had and because markets are pretty near their, their all-time highs, I'm not expecting anything too crazy, but I'm expecting stocks to sort of gradually drift upward plus or minus some of those uh, trade war headline news items that we've seen. But to take advantage of this strong seasonal trend, if you've uh, already taken some of your tax loss positions off the table earlier in the year, uh, for instance, if you had a position that dropped 20% and you decided, I don't want to be in this anymore, I'm going to just take the loss, have that on my taxes to offset my gains, uh, and you've got capital to put to work going into the holiday season, which we all should, there are a few different things that you can do. Uh, First, you can just start putting money into something that's been doing well because this type of of end-of-the-year trend, it really is a trend. What's been going up will probably continue to keep going up, uh, and stocks that have been going down will continue to keep going down. I think that's where the tax loss sale fears come in. If you've got a position that's already dropped a lot this year, uh, people are going to be selling that kind of into the end of the year, taking the loss for their taxes. Maybe they'll buy it back uh, in the next year and take advantage of the different calendar year for tax purposes. Maybe they won't. But a stock that's already been going up, uh, a lot of brokers like to do what's called window dressing. This is where they put their clients into stocks that have already gone up and have great performance so that they can say, hey, good news, guys. I was in the stock that went up very well. What they're not saying is, yeah, they just got in the week before after already, it already went up a bit. But, you know, if you're a client and you're not necessarily looking too much into the numbers in detail, and you're just thinking, oh, good, you know, I'm invested in this fund that's you know, in these stocks that have been going up like, like gangbusters. So I think a little bit of window dressing explains why there's some momentum going up. And tax loss sales explain why some stocks that have been going down throughout the year are going to continue to go down. But looking at the Santa Claus rally likelihood in particular, there's one trade that I think you can make pretty much almost every year to take advantage of this, and that's just to take advantage of the fact that because the market is biased towards going up on average in both December and January, any time really before, you know, kind of about now going into the end of the year, this is where you want to just buy a call option on the SPY, this is the uh, SPDR ETF that just tracks the S&P 500 index. We're not doing anything too crazy here, we're not going to try and do anything with like gold or volatility or interest rates, we're just betting that the market is going to go higher. Uh, So in this case, uh, the SPY right now is around about 310 uh, per share. If you were going to do an options trade on this, I would just buy a call option going out about six months. For us, that would be about June 2020. I would probably just look at about a 315 call. It's going to be a little bit out of the money, meaning that you know if we get up out to June and the SPY is not at 315, you know, that entire option could become worthless. Not to worry, though, we don't necessarily have to hold that option all the way until June. We're just taking advantage of the likelihood of strong market performance in December and into January. By doing so, even if you know this doesn't go up to three fifteen if it does go up instead of getting you know a one to two percent return on average from the historical average monthly trends, you know we're going to use the option and we 're going to use the leverage and we're going to be looking at about fifteen to twenty percent returns uh, on a position like this. You can go in the money uh, take advantage of the fact that you know, you could buy a $300 call. If it goes up to $315, that call will go up $5 because it has that, you know, actual value to it because it's in the money. But it's also already $10 in the money, and that's an extra $1,000 per contract right there. So, you know, it's going to be a little more expensive. The percentage return will be lower, but you're also more likely to keep the money that you, you make, and you're, you're less likely to lose money on a trade that's in the money. But, you know, for, for where we're at right now, looking at the 315s. You know, if you wanted to go a little higher, you felt a little more bullish about the markets right now, you could do a 325. uh, But give yourself a few months for this option to trade out you don't necessarily want to try and, and, and grab it between now and the January expiration, even though that would be cheaper, uh, because you know, if it doesn't go the way you like, you know this can very quickly turn against you and lose money. But if you follow this kind of trade, uh, you can even go back as early as the week of Thanksgiving and start to kind of prepare yourself for this, this year-end likelihood. But again, it also depends on how markets are doing. If we have a situation like 2018 where the markets are in a downtrend, you're going to want to hold off until that downtrend stops even if it means it's after the holidays. But, you know, when we do kind of get those rallies uh, kind of around the year's end, they can be pretty strong. And if you use a few options trades, uh, you can get a much better percentage return than you would otherwise uh, betting on that upward movement. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good trading and good financial health.